and everyone's like, 2020 is going to be our year. We can do it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> can you take this all back? <laughs> and, like, do you remember when I was saying 2020 was cursed, though? Do you remember when I said it was cursed? I was fucking right. I was fucking right. Hello, I'm Jojo, and you are listening to the SF State of Mind podcast. When my year studying at San Francisco State University was cut short by the pandemic that must not be named, I had to return to my hometown in England. So I decided to get together with my amazing friends I met in America to talk all about the city we love. This is just our little slice of SF, but we'll be talking about everything from the best sunset viewpoints to the best drinks we've had. So sit back and get into the SF state of mind. Today, the wonderful Madison Victor joins me as my first overseas guest. We talk about how she ended up attending SF state, where you should go for each meal in the city and our favorite British and American slang. So I've got Madison here with me today. Hello, Madison. How are you? Hello. I'm as well as can be when it's pouring rain in Southern California. <laughs> it's pouring rain in Southern California. Well, I, that's my, ne- my next question is going to be, where are you broadcasting from? Oh, my lovely room. In at um, home. Orange County, Southern California. In Orange County, California, because we can't live in San Francisco anymore. <laughs> you are our first uh, international guest. Does that feel Ooh. special? <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. so funny. I was never the international one. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, so Maddie was my roommate when I lived in San Francisco. So we shared a beautiful room in San Francisco and we were sadly drawn apart. Ripped apart. Ripped <laughs> apart uh, by the pandemic that must not be named. So we are both back at our, you know, family houses, mine in London and you in um, in Southern California. But at least we can still do a podcast when there's an Atlantic Ocean between us. <laughs> the Norton girls will never be separated, truly. No, never. <laughs> there will always be a way. I usually start the podcast with asking people about what their best day in the city was because it's pretty obvious how they ended up in San Francisco because they're exchange students like me. But I just wanted to actually start with sort of asking you about sort of your story of how you ended up moving to San Francisco. Like, why did you choose SF State? in that kind of place? Um, Well, I chose SF State because of the two colleges I applied to. I had uh, SF State, and then I also had Cal State Fullerton, which Mm -hmm. is less than a 20-minute drive from my house. Ah, very different. So it was basically like the choice of living at home and continuing school or starting a whole new chapter. Uh And I had already done, like, community college for three years, and I felt like I really haven't gotten, like, the college experience Mm -hmm. of being on your own and being independent. So, that was a perfect time to try. (laughs) So, that's what you wanted when you moved to SF, was that sense of independence and living with friends and not family. Yeah, living with friends, being like, okay, I can actually do this by myself. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I had never moved. This is literally the only house I've ever lived in. Yeah, so for for our previous guest, that's, you know, we've gone to university living outside of home for the past two or three years, maybe. And then going mm-hmm. to another country, obviously, is the new thing. But at least we've, yeah. lived, we've lived, you know, with friends. So for you, it was really like yeah, a big like this move. Is it. Yeah. Did you have a best day in the city or like a favorite one place or a few places that you did all in one day? 
Certain moments that do pop out to me, though, is the day that we had um, the street fair. Quote, unquote, street fair. That was (laughs) a great day. That was great. So the Mission Street was closed, and there were virtually no, like, food or vendors out. But the neighborhood was out, and kids were playing, and it was really cute. Um, And then we had... The Aussies come over and huge inter like group of international kids. Yeah, there's a several countries represented if I'm say so. Big up. And we played I learned how to play what um, was that game? We played Mafia as run yes. by Cassie, who It was oh. great. Yeah, which it is like a role a play game, game if um if people don't know. Yeah, I remember that really clearly. And I remember it being one of those that was like no one was really like drinking or it wasn't like a you know, like pre-games or anything. I don't even really like remember if there was music playing because there was so many like good conversations and everyone yeah. was in this game so yeah. much, like so different. Yeah, I remember it was really the first time that I had done anything like not where we weren't going out to a club with the Aussies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just remember like talking to everyone and the sun was shining in through our windows and I was like, oh, friends. <laughs> and like, <laughs> social setting now that we can't see anyone but it was just like such a good time Obviously, you live with me, and the, I'm good friends with a lot of international people who will be on the podcast and have been on the podcast. How did you think that affected your like SF state experience, having like a bunch of international friends? Because I don't think that is normal, you know? No, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I really think it like helped me do more in the city and just like become more social. Nice. Because I realized you like international students exchange students have a mindset of I'm only here for three months or I'm only here for eight months I need to do everything possible yeah and like experience this and this and like at times I was like okay like I'm here for two years like I don't have to do everything yeah but then also like made me want to go out and do things that I probably wouldn't have done yeah if I with international students so that was nice yeah no I'm really glad you say that because it it gets very stressful sometimes. I remember feeling very... The pressure of having a really good time on your yeah. year abroad is quite yeah. a lot, but made me feel really good because when uh, we didn't go out and do something, oh, but I'm staying in and, like, doing something with my American roommates, which is, like, still just as memorable, you know? Yeah, uh, baking brownies, watching oh movies. Would you like yeah. to talk about food in San Francisco for a second? Because oh. I know that you have a lot to say. <laughs> I love to talk about food. So where are the standout food spots? Where do you remember that you really like had amazing food in San Francisco? Okay, I'll do it like this. I'll do it by meal. Best breakfast or brunch place mm-hmm. would have to be Sweet Maple. Okay. I only went there once. But it is just, I had a salmon Benedict, like yeah. a salmon eggs Benedict. Yeah. Amazing. Let's say that was breakfast. For brunch, you have to go to the ferry building. Oh, God. I'm so glad you said that because that's literally yeah. why. <laughs> Which is just another salmon thing, but it was yeah. a salmon BLT. And then you go and sit and look at the Bay Bridge. It's every, Saturday every Saturday morning? Every yeah. Saturday morning at the ferry building on Embarcadero, they have like all these market vendors and all these street food eats and there's even like fresh food and stuff that you can do your groceries at so there's salmon and lettuce tomato sandwich is honest to god one of the best things i've ever eaten in all of my 21 years it was so good 
just this sandwich is so fresh and such quality ingredients and then just like sitting by the water yeah. and being in the sun like I don't I w- that's something I wish we had done more yeah unfortunately no, the Bay Bridge is right there only ever went when it the sun was shining yeah no that was, for me was like a that's the best day in itself just doing that in the morning is yeah. like such an amazing day I don't care what I do in the afternoon because that's your like, day can't get better from there yeah pretty like, only so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah what about um drinks in San Francisco is there anywhere you've had like a really good beverage or like coffee as well Ooh, okay for coffee unfortunately it's not a San Francisco like staple but Phil's coffee which I guess it started in San Francisco yeah yeah it was yeah 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 so I knew of it because people here go and I always thought it was like overhyped and then I I did like 80% of my studying in San Francisco at a Phil's coffee house (laughs) yeah I used to like (laughs) check you and find my friends and be like she must be studying or something it's the middle of the day and you would always be in Phil's (laughs) like always yeah the one place I would highly recommend to get a beer yeah. is on Hyatt and Ashbury. The, oh, oh my god, it's, of- yes, it's called Magnolia Brewery. There we go. Yeah, if it's the one you mean, they have really yeah. nice seats outside. Mm-hmm. You can see directly down Hate Street. Uh, and yeah, that was cute. actually like $7 a pint, so it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 That's we- also one of my favorite memories when we went to the De Young Museum. Just oh, walked yeah. around, and then we went to Magnolia, got mm-hmm. a beer. Mm-hmm. That's a really good day, because the yeah. De Young Museum is in like the Golden Gate Park, so it's like I mean, maybe like a bus ride, or we walked it. I can't remember, but it's so close. And then yeah. you get to High Ashbury, and you can have a wander along. And Magnolia is like right at the end if you come from that direction. So like you've got done your nice little walk, and you're really tired, and then you sit down and have a beer, and it's golden hour. Mm-hmm. And it's just enough entertainment to just watch the people around you. Yeah. Hi, Ashbury has been talked about a lot on this podcast <laughs> for so many different reasons. But, like, that's a big one. It's just pure entertainment. Like, the people and the yeah. vibes that that street brings. Wow. Yeah. Wait, I forgot to mention a food place. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Tell me all about it. El Farolito. Yeah! I don't know how we forgot. So El Farolito is where we went after a night out. It was our midnight slash 2 a.m. taco place. I miss it. And I genuinely think they loved us. They did. And I have been a wreck in El Farolito. (laughs) I've like dropped tortilla chips everywhere. I've cried in El Farolito. That place has seen me at my best and worst. (laughs) (laughs) El Farolito has seen many sides of us. Uh, Yeah, we went to the one... um, on Mission Street, but like far down Mission Street, because there's actually it's a chain. There's actually like quite a few of them, but our yeah. one was like really special because it was like a seven minute walk from our house or something, which so, goes by really fast when you're really drunk. Yeah, like I would like speed walk, like Naruto run. Home <laughs> yeah. from, home Avoid homeless, run yeah. to El Parito where you're safe. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah, and just the Mexican food was just like so fucking good. Like, I didn't even know that having Mexican food after a night out is all I want. Like, that's all I want. The taste in my mouth is a fucking burrito, you know? Yeah. Like, what's the point of going out if you're not going to have tacos after? Exactly. Yeah, I did when we went on one of the last days that we had together. Oh, God. Um, I brought my friends from Southern California to High and Ashbury, Mm -hmm. of course, to see it. And it was raining, and I had never 
been like so like wow this is such a change of mood mm-hmm. for a place and I was like this is not what I thought I don't know like, no I think exactly the same it was so weird it was like suddenly the street looked like dirty or like yeah I, suddenly sad. I was seeing it like the, in a different way and there's loads of roadworks and yeah suddenly like a lot more homeless people on the street and it yes. was just like whoa like in the sunshine none of that matters no but then when it's raining it was yeah no I completely get that the weather is so important in San Francisco that it just like changes the mood wherever you are yeah and it changes so quick I've never been somewhere where it's like so hot and then if you go in the shade oh and the wind is going that way you're freezing yeah no literally how does San Francisco compare you know in terms of weather and just place to elsewhere that you've lived like SoCal okay this is a really uh struggle for me because coming from Southern California most of my days are 75 degrees which is probably what like 25 plus Celsius like hot really hot yeah warm warm sunny if there's a breeze it's cool it's not cold heaven basically yeah but I mean that's one of the reasons I wanted to move to San Francisco because I wanted something different and Mm -hmm. I did I thought foggy and rainy Mm -hmm. but I will say I was surprised by Northern California's beauty I didn't expect it to be like so pretty and all the beaches Baker Beach was nice um and even like I went across the bay to Sausalito that was gorgeous that's Mm -hmm. a beautiful city yeah and then even the state parks I did a hike one day on Mount Tamalope um which is quite it's like in Marin County so you have to go across the Golden Gate Bridge Mm -hmm. Um, but once you get to the top, you can look back and see the city. Wow. And, like, you see the ocean and you can see the bay. Uh-huh. And that was, like, I was, like, oh, my God, Northern California is beautiful, too. Like, <laughs> Who knew? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Would you recommend that hike? Highly recommend going to Mount Tamalope. You can drive most of the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a vigorous hike or anything, but definitely recommend that. Even going to Stanford, I went to Stanford for a day, and just the area is so nice. Stanford's a really good one, yeah. yeah. Is there anywhere other than um, Stanford outside of San Francisco that you really enjoy traveling to? Because SF's such a good base, you know, to go all around California. For one of my courses last semester, I had a volunteer thing in Pacifica, Mm -hmm. which is a couple cities below or outside of the county of San Francisco. Um... And it was gorgeous, just, like, coastal, like, imagine you're driving down the coast of California, and it's cliffs, and it's hilly, mm. but the ocean's right there. It was gorgeous. That sounds amazing. And what? Santa Cruz! That's what I'm <laughs> Me and Santa. you had, um, it was, like, a Thursday, and I remember getting on the bus to school, mm-hmm. and I was so hot. Like, I was in a dress, and I was sweating, and people were near me. And I was so sweaty. And I remember being like, can we please fucking go to the beach tomorrow? Because I am so annoyed. And you were like, yeah, sure. Let's just drive to Santa Cruz. And uh, yeah. to me, that was like, oh my God. You were so excited. <laughs> like, Santa Cruz is like, it's like a place of dreams. And yeah. I just literally was really cute. so happy. Because um, <laughs> American unions have this really, I think it's a really great thing where nearly all students have Fridays off. So we right. always have a three day weekend. So Mm -hmm. Friday is just like this amazing special day where you can do like anything with it because everyone has it off. 
So if it's nice weather, I'm just like, yeah, let's go to the fucking beach. (laughs) Yeah. And it was so funny to me. Like something that really stuck out to me is because I was like, yeah, let's just drive down. We'll meet my other friend, you know, down there. We'll have a beach day. And you were like, because you mentioned you aren't used to like just taking a car and going. Yeah. Because you're used to public transportation. And you were like, can we take like a ball to play with? And can we take like a bag? And I was like, yeah, we have my car. We can take anything. Oh my god, and you should have seen the amount of bags that I took. The photo of me standing (laughs) on Santa Cruz boardwalk is like, I've got like my backpack, beach bag, a ball, and then like the beer cooler, obviously. Yeah, beer cooler, very important. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, yeah, obviously, because I'm from London, and I've lived in London my whole life that I am used to public transport. So for me, SF, living with you guys, like having cars and stuff was such a luxury. And so much fun to be able to do things like that. Just get in the car and go to Santa Cruz. Yeah. And I will say, I do love San Francisco for the public transportation. Not that it's great, Mm -hmm. but that (laughs) it's there and it's available um, to use if you prefer. Is it in Orange County, there's like completely zero public transport compared to SF? Compared to SF, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have buses for City of Orange. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but like at our bus stops, it's amazing if there's more than three people there. Yeah. Like no one just really uses the buses. No one really uses it. Um, so what was that like for you going to SF state, which is a commuter uni and starting to, you know, use public transport and stuff? How was that? It was a struggle. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, cause I'm especially living in a suburban area at my, like my hometown, um, it's so easy for me to just walk out the front door directly to my car and yeah. go where I go. And for SF State, I had to consider walking to the bus stop if the bus is late. Or if I miss the bus, it's another 10, 15 minutes for the bus. Mm-hmm. And then from the bus stop to my class, you know, not just from the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> which may seem dramatic, but, like, I never thought of that before. Are there any albums or songs that remind you of your time in San Francisco? And I'm about to get emotional about this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There are. I would say the only song that I already knew mm-hmm. that really remind that like may I made new memories with it was like American Boy by yeah, Estelle. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know why yeah. that kind of became an anthem for us. Because on the first night that we had other international friends, when Kate and Abby came over, uh-huh. we played that song and everyone sang along to it. Mm. And I have a video of me sitting and it's uh, Julia, our other housemate, and you on both sides of me. Wait, screaming isn't that Beautiful Girls I'm- by Sean Kingston, not American Boy? Uh, <laughs> I swear, I swear. I have okay. I'm okay. After this podcast, I'm gonna send check it. the receipts, <laughs> Madison. <laughs> Do you know what? Either whichever song it is, those kind of like naughties pop classics, like you know, yeah. hip hop, R and B classics, like Sean Kingston, like lots of Kanye. I feel it's always it's just they're so international. You didn't. I didn't realize how universal those songs were until I yeah. got to. Uh, to America because a lot of stuff I know I play for you guys and you're like what the fuck is this because it's like English yeah. music and the English girls will love it but it was right. rare for us to find songs that everyone that everybody knew. yeah yeah but I will say I do 
have the Joanna song and the painting called yes! Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say say can you say painting called Madison? Painting called Madison. Oh, yes. <laughs> so that song is by Notes. Uh, I believe. I think it's by Notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, the song Joanna is uh, by Afro B. It's like the song Drogba brackets Joanna, which I nonstop played because obviously my name is Joanna. Right. I think I literally played that every time I was in a setting where I was like playing music, like in a car at a party or whatever. Yeah. I would put that it's song on. Yeah, basically. Which was a yeah. lot because I'm quite demanding <laughs> when it comes to music. Because you asked for it. <laughs> I don't ask, Madison. I just take, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is the truth. This is the truth. Also, getting to know Stormzy through you was a great experience. Big up. That is one of my <laughs> best achievements of being in America was getting Stormzy through to you. Oh, I'm so Stormzy proud of myself. Um, was there anything about living in San Francisco or just living away from home that you, you know, you learn like anything about yourself? Like you felt like you changed by living away from home? I guess I learned a lot that I can miss my family a lot more than I thought I was going to. I think that's really valid. Yeah. You yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, especially being that like I had never had an experience where I was away from them yeah. for more than a week. Yeah oh my gosh, like, I need to FaceTime you. Yeah. And, like, it is weird, because I was like, if I don't FaceTime you today, like, I need to see you. <laughs> yeah, no, and you like you don't see it coming sometimes. It just, like, yeah. creeps up on you that, like, oh, shit, I, yeah, I really miss my family. Yeah, yeah, like, I knew I was going to miss my friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. But not that I didn't think I was going to miss my family, but I didn't think it would actually affect me. Mm-hmm. And it did, not in bad ways, but just, like, I learned that, like, oh yes, I do need to keep in contact and, like, yeah. can't just go off and disappear for mm. four months and not but talk But, like, to you them. did it. Like, it's... I think the thing that, um, so I, cool. like, I've talked about with my mum is that, like, I've done it now. I've lived away from home for, you know, however long that we did. And so, like, it's right. so nice to know that I can. I'm really proud of myself. And, like, you should be proud of yourself that right. you've done yeah. it, you know? Yeah, we did it. Yeah, and especially the summer leading up to moving in, I was watching my little cousin Hazel, who's mm-hmm. just turned four while in quarantine, and oh, I can't bless see her. her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I basically, like, raised this child for, like, four months straight, and then going to not seeing her at all. That's so tough is really really hard yeah that's horrible yeah. her being like so can you come to disney next time because we have passes to disney madison so lives she- so close to disneyland <laughs> that she has an annual pass to anyone who's listening that's the life that she leads <laughs> yeah i don't really have much room to complain so <laughs> <laughs> no that's so tough because and you i know how close you were with hazel and how she'd send us like cards with little handwritten notes and stuff like it was must have been heartbreaking to not be with her for sure yeah yeah and I realized actually that if I went home for the weekend in like the first semester and I came back it would make it harder yeah um, you just have to stick it out yeah you just have to stick it out I agree and it's like you you want to and I would always say to you guys oh I wish I could just go home for the weekend but there yeah. was something that almost made it easier by being so far away. I didn't even have the option, so I have to get through yeah. it, you know? It is funny because, like, obviously I was so excited to move in with a, with you. And yeah, I was like, me. yeah, she's from London. And after I moved in, they're all like, oh, like, 
can you like is it hard to understand her whatever I'm like <laughs> honestly every British person I spoke have spoken to sounds different and I don't know what's real anymore <laughs> <laughs> like I there's no British accent like everyone sounds different no, but that's so good different. because like I want I want that I want America to know that you know that we're like you know that we are all different because the same way I know now that America even in California has such different accents and stuff yeah like I'm like oh like shit like they are really different like I'm so glad you know yeah. that England What's is What's your favorite so nice like stuff. American slang? Oh, my favorite Did American slang. Favorite? I quite like bet. Um, that's great oh, me. I had yeah. to literally yeah. ask someone what like what that meant. It's being like, "Oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, let's do it." You'd be like, "Okay, bet." Yeah, like, like that. uh like, "Oh, uh you down the shotgun these white claws?" And okay, then bet. you'd be like, "Oh, bet." Like, <laughs> I'm so down to do it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on our sixth guest, but our first international, first American. Of course. I'm glad I could sit here and chat. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing one world we live in. I can get people from all over the world on this podcast. So it's true. Really happy to be able to do it. So yeah. stay safe. Stay Corona free. Oh, I'm not supposed to say the word. I'm not supposed to say this, the C word. I was like, oh, she said it. <laughs> I did it last episode without realizing, and I literally listened back to it and was like, fuck. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of SF State of Mind. This podcast was made in accordance with all the current government social distancing guidelines. Stay safe and stay indoors. If you missed any of the recommendations, don't forget to follow the show on Instagram at sfstate.ofmind and press follow on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on right now. Do you want to do a British accent? Okay. <laughs> I feel so much pressure, like, living with so many, like... Uh... Okay. Can you say it again? Tune in on Monday. Okay. Tune in on Monday. That was pretty good! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yes. for... Uh, no, I can't do the other one. Honestly, when America... This, my impression of an American doing an English accent is they go, Thanks for listening. Tune in on Monday.